Hello, everybody. Before we get to the actual part of the podcast, just wanted to lay down a little disclaimer. First of all, this is one of your lovely hosts, Kyle, host of the show, uh, alongside my co-hosts, Brian and Andrew. We understand that it has been a long time since the release of the last episode, and I know that some of you may have been anticipating for the fourth um, unfortunately, we wanted to try and get it out as quickly as we can, but due to, you know, personal lives, um, it made it a little bit more difficult to sort of work around the podcast and make sure that it was brought out on time. So hopefully, uh, we're going to try not to let this happen again in the future, but if it does, then you know, just please be patient with us. And as a matter of fact, we want to take the time to actually thank you all to those who have stayed for just being patient with us as this is still a hobby to us. Um, we still have to a lot to learn and, you know, got a couple of kinks to work out here and there. Um, we uh, we also did the same thing with episode five. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be different, mainly because of the timeline and, and just the way that things worked out. Okay, without further ado, I will lead you on to the fourth episode of Peace and Release. I hope you all take care. And we will catch you all in the next episode. Cheers. Hello, everybody. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Peace and Release podcast. I am your host, Kyle, and with me are my two friends and co-hosts. What's going on? What's going on, listeners? This is Brian speaking. How's everyone doing today? This is Andrew. I think we're doing all right. Well, m- more than all right, bittersweet, but uh, my how this past week was filled with craziness and uh, in the sports world. It was crazy, I have to admit. Well... When um, when this episode is probably going to air, it's going to be near the end of the month. So we've actually been through, I think, a month's worth without recording. Mm-hmm. I, I would, yeah. <laughs> so a lot has happened during this uh, during this month of was it July or August? <laughs> I I don't know how to timeline. Mm-hmm. Middle July, early August. Well, we recorded in take. July. Yeah. The Olympics actually started. Yeah, a lot has happened. You took the words out of my mouth. The Olympics uh, had had uh, gone full swing, and wow, it's who would have thought after a year we are able to finally see these Olympic athletes uh, participate in their events and uh, you know show a little show a lot of pride in their respected countries. It's uh, it's a great feeling. Yeah, it was. Oh, gosh. I love the Olympics. I love, love, love the Olympics. I, um, the funny thing is, when I went to work one day, 
they had it on the TV, and I and I completely forgot that uh, the Olympics were uh, canceled last year, and then they moved it to this year. So when I went in and I saw on the TV the opening ceremony, I legit went like, "Oh wait, I forgot the Olympics were <laughs> were were uh, were a thing again." So I was really hype for you the next. You yeah, you feel a little bit. Uh jet lag it's a really wide jet lag not like timing it's it's more of like where what what year we're in when i always see the banner saying tokyo 2020 i'm like wait is it 2020 or are we 20 yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's how, that's what i was feeling <laughs> i know it kind of messed me up for some reason i'm like wait we're in 2021 why is the oh i, I had that moment i'm like <laughs> I know. yeah oh i loved Oh man, uh, I especially love like the diving. I, I love the diving and the swimming uh, events. Like I really like the, uh, I really like uh, any sort of freestyle. It doesn't matter what kind of event it, it is, as long as it is like action packed or it's suspenseful. I love it. And I felt the, well, uh, the same way. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Speaking of the um, the diving part, did you see? the one person in the women's diving for china uh there was i think it was on earlier earlier this morning no the day we're recording this episode um so there was this one i don't remember her name but she was on the was it five meters above the uh pool and she started putting her hands on the on the platform instead because they usually have their feet there like the calves so then she's putting her hands there i'm looking at the screen i'm like what are you doing i believe a canadian (laughs) like oh yeah i believe a canadian swimmer did that too if i remembered i was watching it yesterday afternoon and there was a somebody uh representing canada that did the same thing she was doing a hand i think call it a handstand uh, on the edge of yeah of the uh the platform and she she was so graceful as soon as she got down to the water but what made yeah, yeah. What, for me what makes it suspenseful when it comes to the olympics is this year's competition with with basketball i know i know yeah oh yeah I can never go wrong <laughs> with my basketball i know but oh, you, hold on hold on there brian i i will say like uh just Going back to the swimming portion, uh, it's not uncommon for athletes to perform the handstand when they do the diving. Oh, okay. It, it's not uncommon. Okay. Well. Okay, but yeah, I was I was actually surprised that they uh, that they included uh, basketball uh, amongst other sports. They included uh, what was it? Rock climbing. Yeah, I saw rock climbing. Uh, yeah. yeah, they did. Yes. They included rock climbing. It was a highlight. They included uh, skateboarding too. Mm-hmm. Skateboarding is new. I don't know. I know that's a new one this yeah. year. But I didn't expect uh, I didn't expect three by three basketball. Whoa, that's news to me. What? Really? Really? I thought you would have. Oh my gosh. Okay, so no, they have no. they have regular basketball, and then they have a three by three basketball, meaning only three players on uh, uh, per team on the court. This is breaking news. <laughs> this is breaking news, sir. Yeah. T- tell me more, please. I mean, that's a. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot of space okay. for 3v3. <laughs> it is. It really is. Um I I really don't know. I think they finished 
uh, the three by three sets. I think they finished them like a week ago from well, we're recording on August fifth, so I imagine they uh, they finished maybe July 29th. Oh wow, the twenty eighth maybe. I didn't know. When, about when did that. they start? The the twenty second, I believe. The, July. Was it the twenty second? Yeah, really, twenty second of July. I remembered, yes, because I had a. I remember on the twenty first, I was trying to. Uh, I was in an appointment somewhere, and they had the promotion uh, through the radio <laughs> Olympic ceremony starting July twenty second. So. I tried to spell Tokyo, and I went Toiko. <laughs> Yikes! Uh oh. It's gonna be one of those. Well, while you search that, I almost yeah, did it well, again. Why... Well, I interrupted somebody, so this is a usual for our, for our uh, <laughs> listeners to hear, right? I keep. <laughs> oh, ay, okay. Ay, ay. Okay. Um, but yeah, you said something about basketball, and I wanted to get back to that one. So, you you had sure. some news in regards to because this is also kind of a um, a continuation, a little bit of a continuation from last month's know. episode. <laughs> now that we think about it, yes. Well. As we're recording, uh, as of today, uh, last last week was the uh, the NBA the 2021 NBA draft, and uh, you know a lot has been a lot of uh, speculation dur- during that uh, draft uh, had happened, and the first three picks went into what what we had predicted. Kate Cunningham out of Oklahoma State went to uh, went first overall to Detroit. That was no question. The G League Ignite, uh, and I didn't know this, guys. Uh, he he has a uh, a background of being Filipino. Uh, Jalen Green out of the G League Ignite. I did not know he was Filipino, and he went second overall. So the highest Asian, uh, the I believe he's Asian born, but he has to be the highest uh, selected for an for an for a Filipino descent uh, in the history of the draft. So I'm very proud Filipino of my of, of being a proud, uh, having a background of being Filipino. I'm very proud to uh, see that Jalen Green went to the Houston Rockets at number two. Evan Mobley went number three to the Cavs, and it got interesting. I watched it live, and I practically woke up my the the whole neighborhood <laughs> with my screaming because the fourth pick. The Raptors were on the clock, and I'm thinking Jalen Suggs. Jay, everybody's thinking Jalen Suggs out of Gonzaga, but I don't know. Masai Ujiri, thank God he's back. At the time of this recording, he got re-signed as a chairman and president of the Toronto Raptors. Thank goodness. And uh, they selected Scotty Barnes out of Florida State. And I screamed my head off, and my mom literally went, What is that? What is this? And uh, what, what's with the screaming? I'm like, and I went, I screamed, and I'm like, oh no! Thinking, oh, okay, so it wasn't. Yeah, go sorry, ahead. it wasn't like a yes scream. I it have was more to, like a I have, no! yeah, I have to be honest. I didn't think they were gonna go that route because with <laughs> with with Kyle Lowry going into free agency. Well, we'll get to that uh, oh, briefly. Yes. Briefly. <sighs> They, they wanted to, you know, improve their front court because they're trying to shift everything. Uh, they must have loved Scotty Barnes. Rumors were speculating that he had a great workout during the whole dr- pre-draft process and that Jalen Suggs 
did not do really well in his workout with the Raptors. So, mm. you know, you know, thinking, looking at it on the board, he was a, the best available player on the board. The Raptors wanted to go a different direction and get Scotty Barnes. He can. He apparently he uh, modeled his game after Magic Johnson. He's a six-nine small forward. Can uh, has a flip feel for the game. Can pass it, but he has to improve his shooting, which is why I shouted and thinking that what did they do? They had the best available player on the board. They didn't select them. But you know what? I can never. Why would I ever doubt Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster? The front office with the Toronto Raptors, they like to surprise us. But you know what? They have a plan, and I'm gonna put my trust in them as a rap, as a casual, hard, die-hard Raptor fan, <laughs> quote unquote. He's, yeah, he's putting in like the rabbit ears yeah. for the. Uh... The and then to top it all off, <laughs> yeah, to top it all off, uh, brief to put put this in a briefly, free agency started this past week, and gentlemen, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm feeling I feel a little bit bittersweet right now, bitter because one of the greatest Raptors of all time, uh, Mr. Triple Double, Mr. That Bulldog, one. Mr. Charge Man, he he can do everything. Mr. Kyle Lowry has uh, yeah, but there is like yeah. go ahead. Yeah, there was a lot of, um, sorry, there was a lot of other uh, great Raptors there too, like the late Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, uh, who else was there? Well, Kobe was a Laker. Uh, Chris Bosh was a good one, I think. Chris Bosh. Who else was there, uh, Andrew? He said- Chris Bosh was a good Raptor back in the oh, yeah. day. Uh, Vince Carter, if I can remember. Uh, Pascal Siakam, if I'm remembering mm-hmm. the name. You said it perfectly. Wow. You said Spicy it better P. than Shaq. You said it better than Shaq. Shaq, <laughs> Shaq was thinking that he, he was talk, uh, he was talking about two different players, but he was practically asking one. So that's pretty impressive, Kyle. <laughs> I remember the most recent memory that I have of Shaquille O'Neal is when he went on the that one YouTube video called, uh, what was it called? Uh, Hot Ones. Oh, <laughs> have, have any of you seen Hot Ones? Yeah, I saw one with Gordon okay. Ramsay. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he, oh, God. I, but like uh, Shaquille O'Neal was like, they don't know how to make uh, hot wings down there. He eats it and immediately he regrets. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. No, he had one with the Dorito. He's like, <laughs> you, oh, this is not spicy. And then he started coughing. <clears throat> he went like, <laughs> <laughs> he's quite the personality. They know how to make their hot wings. Yeah. But yeah. Andrew. I guess you could say that. Yeah, but Andrew, I must—I have to admit, pretty impressive. You know about the Bosch era. That's very impressive. Even though you're a hockey guy, you—you—I didn't think you were gonna go that route. So I'm pretty impressed. I'm full of surprises, gentlemen. You have no idea. <laughs> Name me another player. Speaking. Vince Carter. Oh. Another one. Demar Derozan. Okay. Now, are we talking current era or past era? We're going. Oh, we're going this. We're just going go. Mix. Just go with the flow. Eh? Go with the flow. Um, okay. Great, why no, not? Put, I was gonna save the surprise until later, but uh, well, last uh, one, last one, and then we'll get to the. Surprise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Drawn a bomb. Uh-huh. Kawhi Leonard. Oh, why? How can I forget Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> the shot. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> what it do, baby? Oh, jeez. Uh, sorry, man. But go ahead, Kyle. What was the surprise? Now I'm. You're, now you're having me. You know, 
thinking? What, what's the surprise all about? What is what is on the edge? You have me on the I'm edge, on of, the my edge of my seat. I was yeah. <laughs> you have me on the edge of my seat. So, what is it? <laughs> well, we're just gonna take a moment to calm down, nice and easy, because this gentleman right here got himself a new set of wheels. In between podcast episodes. Watch me whip. <laughs> Watch me, Nene. <laughs> oh, wee! Ooh, wee! <laughs> what? <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Tell me more. Okay. Tell me more. Okay, what kind of oh wheels do you, are you talking here, buddy? Okay, I'm talking about the ones that are definitely better than my old set of wheels. I'm talking about I have audio Bluetooth in it. I got like good displays. I have like eco-friendly gas. I'm. You could tell that I'm a quite the car person because I don't know jack about them. <laughs> well, but I do know that I got a pretty pretty decent car. I, I it was time to get a new one, but. I just gotta say, like, it's amazing how they come up with, uh, like, new technological advances for cars, and just in general, like, technology as a whole is just sort of accelerating, and it's evolving, at, like, every single minute, every single second, every single day. I, I would agree. Just piggybacking on that, um, you look at the, the Tesla models for cars, too, and how it's, it goes from gasoline-powered to electrical powered so just the advances in technology on that aspect alone is quite stunning actually in my opinion you know what it, you know mm-hmm. what impressed me though i was looking at a at a video and they they had this chat well it wasn't a challenge it was more like a trendy video that was going on in the i would say youtube world i don't know the whole informal mm-hmm. way to say it that Anybody, yeah, that seems yeah, about anybody right. who is a who who owns a Tesla, they were doing these uh, videos. Oh, that you uh, on, on the on that screen in front of you in the in your in the car in the Tesla, you press hungry and it will give you a random restaurant. Who would have thought that? What what? Like, that I was looking at a video and this family, I guess. If I said family, maybe people might think it's it's a particular uh, YouTube uh, YouTuber and uh, influencer. They would go to their Tesla. There's a button that says "hungry." They press it, and a restaurant will randomly be popped up. And if you want to go to it, <laughs> you go to it, and it's the nearest one. I'm like, and it will take you there. Like a GPS signal? I would think, and yeah, it, it sounds has, like a GPS. It it does, and. And it'll sell, it itself drives itself to whatever restaurant it's it pops up. It's people been these influencers been, you know, running these videos. My car doesn't have that feature, and most <laughs> certainly mine does not. So if I'm hungry, I'm 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 <laughs> thinking about it in the noggin, not in the front of the screen. But it's it just no. What you doing? Yeah. What you doing is you're pulling your phone out to go for Google Maps and finding out the nearest right? restaurant. <laughs> it's, it's crazy when I think about it. Who would have thought just pr- having that prompted for you if you're hungry? Oh, you don't feel like driving. Like who would have thought we would be at this point? You know, better than the imaginary of. If I don't know, gentlemen, if you've seen um, 
Back to the Future, you know, they, you know, they were partially right. I hate to mix sports into it, but I'll, I'll explain why the, the this example of uh, Back in the Future, Back to the Future, sorry. They predicted the Cubs would win it in 2015. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because flying cars were not there yet. But who no. would have thought? <laughs> no, no, who no, would no. have thought we would have self-driving cars? It's it's mind-boggling to me. Maybe to the ordinary people that ha- are Tesla owners, it's like, eh, whatever. But to me, it's mind-boggling to me how they you you people have these capabilities to have that. If they don't feel like driving, oh, I don't feel like driving. I'll have it self-drive for me. That's that, yeah. Or it's, like it's crazy. Or it's kind of like the taxi service, or like an Uber, or a um, what the hell is it called? Lyft. There's something else. Oh, a Lyft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, for some reason, I'm thinking of like DoorDash and all the all, oh, well, the, all the, the apps. Food services, but yeah. But it's just yeah. The but food I don't know, if you, gentlemen, if you guys feel that. I don't know, Andrew. Do you feel that way? It's so mind-boggling to me that how people have these capabilities to. And how technology has become to a point it can either if become a blessing or it can become like a curse because it, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I would like to get your feedback on that. I mean, it, I feel like technology is kind of a two-sided coin. Okay. Positive, mm-hmm. I mean, just look at the technology. Like back in the day, going on the cars theme with technology, before we had cd players in there so you would like insert you'd click the button insert the disc and then you start playing now you have bluetooth so you can connect and then you can connect what we carry around in our pockets on a daily on a day-to-day basis with our cellular devices you you click on the bluetooth thing and then it connects to your car and like airpods or something airpods car and then you can just play your favorite music on your favorite app whether that be spotify apple podcasts and if if I might if, if I may say something too, I you know what I, and you know what I noticed too, music, the the way you hear music, has changed. Have you noticed that? Oh yeah. If, mm-hmm. if you're an iPhone user, if you're an if you are associated with Apple, I think Kyle, you are right here. Um, myself, Andrew, yeah. what are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm like one third. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I'm just thinking <laughs> how music has evolved as well and, and how it, it uses technology to evolve. For goodness sake, there's no headphone jack. And we've been at this no headphone jack for more than, uh, I would say, six, seven years. We're hitting seven years since we had the headphone jack. S- really? Seven years since no phone jack? I, actually, or, uh, no, I'm, jack I'm mistaken. Phone? I'm sorry. In between, I believe, five to seven years. I'm not, not too sure exactly. I forgot which phone it was. Either if it was the seven or the eight, I have to, I have to check with that. But I think, yeah, I think you might be right yeah. on that. The because I remember I used to have an iPhone six. If I'm not mistaken, you had mistaken, a five before I went to an I eight. I believe you had a five. No. Oh, it, yeah. Okay. I could be I, wrong. I can't remember. I could be it's wrong. It's been so long ago. But <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is not only that, like the hard, the hardware. It's just. The sound, for goodness sake, last, I think, three weeks to a month ago, Apple Music, uh, the music service that they offer through Apple, you can listen to more than uh, more than hundreds of millions of songs streamed on your iPhone. It's, cra- it's crazy. 
almost like YouTube music. Something like that. That you're they almost, changed the almost. sound. The the way you listen to to music now. They called it Dolby Atmos. Like apparently there's a certain um again, I'm not a music guru. Uh those that are listening, if you might explain it to us in any sort of shape or form, it would be great. But I'll, I'm pretty sure like anytime we talk about a topic we're just gonna say we're not geniuses when it comes to this right. topic unless we actually we're not, know we're what not we're not talking about right? we're just this is based like on you know opinions right but they change. we're just casual podcasters yeah <laughs> yeah that's true disclaimer <laughs> but yeah they change the way you listen to music now like i'm i'm looking at it i play a song i'm, I'm a weekend guy i'm the weekend uh, he's my, fi- you know, he. I call yeah. him the modern day Michael Jackson, my opinion. But voice wise, voice wise, voice wise, and then I see like the Still little high standard. Yeah, and I see a little thing. It says Dolby Atmos, and I feel they were promoting that. If it feels as if the weekend is beside me, in front of me, behind me, feels like oh, three D audio. Yeah, it feels like there's a it's a full 360 experience sound wise and how they promoting dolby atmos so, because dolby atmos is it was only in your tv screens to improve sound when you're listening to or when you're watching a movie or you're listening to music they and then you they added into the app apple music uh streaming service and i'm thinking wow this seat this sounds so different so the point I'm trying to make is, hmm. yeah, hardware has changed a lot because there's no headphone jack. But the way technology has evolved in this era, it 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 really influenced the way you listen to music. Before you have a record player, that's that's great. You before when you have an iPod, you gotta plug it in. You have to have, you know, headphones that are that you know that are wired. Now we're talking wireless, Bluetooth, you know, majiggy stuff, and and then now music. I told you about how music has evolved. It's it's again, it's mind-boggling that that we're able to that how it has evolved so much, whether if it's for a positive uh, imp- a positive reason or if it's negative. No matter what, it's it has an impact on everyone's lives somehow. But yeah. Yeah. Um, when you said record player, that brought up a memory that my father told me when he was younger. And I actually want to uh, I want to get to uh, what Andrew has. Sure. I don't even know if Andrew's phone has a has a audio jack for headphones. Does it? Unlike my co-hosts, I'm not an iPhone user. I am the opposite. I have a Samsung, which is quite amazing. I might add. <laughs> And Mueller. one of the amazing features. No, I'm just kidding. Mueller. Oh, come on. One of the, one of the amazing features that comes with my new phone is the the wireless charging pad. So you, you don't even have to like plug in your charger into directly into your phone. You just put it on top of a pad, and it just charges. Like the first time I did that, I was like. I was in pure shock, <laughs> you pure bliss. I was like, "This is amazing." It's <laughs> gotten got to, to the point. Plop it right on there. Yeah, it's gotten to the point. Yeah. I had to buy a uh, charging station too. I don't need a cord. 
You know um, that they actually came with like a three-in-one charging station for iPhone users? It was yep. like the watch, the AirPods, and your phone. I got one as we speak right now. Oh, yeah. he, he got the big money. <laughs> Once an Apple user, always an Apple user. Just saying. You could never go back. You could always go mm-hmm. back. It's kind of ironic. Nah. It's kind of no. ironic that I have my phone with me, but I also got my MacBook right, <laughs> right beside me too. Um, but also going back on the uh, on the record player because you were talking about the evolution of music. My when my father was younger, he told me the story uh, probably when I was around, uh, maybe f- like when I was in my teens. So what happened was was when he was in elementary school. He he had a substitute teacher. I th- I think if I'm remembering the story how it goes, he has a substitute teacher, and they have these record players that uh, have like it's it's almost like an audio book. So they have uh, lessons that uh, tell uh, the history of Shakespeare, and the teacher had to lead the class. And my dad's just sitting there. He's just you know minding. He's just listening haphazardly to the uh, to the record player. His friend, his friend gets up out of his seat, goes over to the record player. They have the needle on the record player, you know, like the needle that plays the, that plays it. Yeah. My dad's friend took the needle and did this. He scratched it along the entire record. (laughs) He went back, sit, sit, sat back down and... The teacher is trying to scramble. What the heck is wrong with oh, this boy. record? Oh, <laughs> uh, but you can you can guarantee that he got the he got the uh, he either got a ruler or the belt. <laughs> well, because that was back in the day. That's why. Oh, actually, my knuckle hurt from doing that. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's 2021. That would not fly in 2021. Okay, good, good. No, it would good not. Good thing you put no, the disclaimer wouldn't. on that one. What era? Because oh. But we're quite uh, unique here, by the three of us, uh, tech-wise, because, you know, I know, Kyle, we explained for both of us that we're quite the uh, Apple users. Um, <laughs> He's, he is the Android. <laughs> Andrew the Android. Just the sound of the voice. Again. Andrew. Android. It was meant to be for you and Android to coexist. So I have a question for you, Andrew. Double A. Um, we have Apple Music or like Apple Podcasts or anything along those lines, like iTunes. Do you have something similar to that if you want to download like music, podcasts or anything? Because you use Samsung and it's been so long since I've used a Samsung. What changed, man? Should have stayed. <laughs> like my first uh my first f- oh don't don't poach now oh don't <laughs> you poach know what now. you know he's good with apple and he's here simmer to down with apple. simmer down it's, okay don't go there are we gonna cause like There's some sort of apple versus samsung war on, on this podcast at least with samsung at least with samsung i don't have a blown up phone going on my in the side of my face oh god oh Ooh. yeah oh <laughs> True. No, but that depends on how popular you are. Cause uh, the last time I had a Samsung phone was, oh, geez. it was the last. It was the first 
phone I had oh, no. that wasn't a flip phone. <laughs> and that was when I got it. And yeah, I remember the flip phones. <laughs> oh, did you get those? Did you get the ones with the side phone? The, 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 uh, it's, it's no, slides to the, no, I didn't, the I didn't, slider? No, I didn't get oh, the slider. I had those. Those were sick. You, so okay. what did you have? You had like a Blackberry? No, I, well, I had a knockoff one. I felt as if I had one. That was like the last phone I had prior to moving to iPhone. It was, it felt like BBM, but. <laughs> okay. My fo- my parents would tell okay. you. Yeah, my parents would tell you. I'll, I'll say this briefly. I wasn't. BBM. Oh. <laughs> I, wasn't I know but, you might uh, think I'm just this Apple, uh, Apple fanatic, but before I told my mom I wanted. Um, Apple groupie is what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> uh, I was into BlackBerry. I didn't care for iPhone. I don't know if you guys knew that. I actually didn't. I wanted BlackBerry at the time. I, I, you might see me as this Apple fanatic and everything Apple, but no, mm-hmm. I told my mom at the time when I had the chance to get a cell phone, I said BlackBerry all the way. So not a lot of people know that. They're close to non-existent now. Yeah. Well, Blackberries were pretty, yeah. they were pretty popular back then, but now it's just like, where do you even see a BlackBerry? Yeah, they're kind of that company that is just surviving over water. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're pretty scarce. Yeah, think about it as if they're trying to survive under. They're, tr- they're trying to stay afloat. Water, so, you know, um, so yeah. While uh, you guys were having that little debate on whatever, I was looking through my phone and the, I guess similar, app towards the what was it Apple. Like Apple, Apple Podcast, Apple. like or like iTunes to download music, i like audiobooks or so, something along those lines. Android's version is called Google Play Music. Um, okay. I personally haven't used it because I mean I have other apps that play music. But doesn't but doesn't the apps come from Google Play? No, not from my understanding. Jeez, they have what? like Google Play. They have Google Play Movies, Play Music. Okay, that seems fair. Google Drive, but other apps like Spotify and all that stuff you have to download. So that's pretty much that's true. It's thirty party party. music apps. So that's called third party. Okay. Hmm. Okay. What? Everyone has their preference. I'm a Samsung person. You guys are iPhone. Oh gosh. Tomato, tomato. (laughs) It is what it is. Well, once upon a time. Yeah, well, once upon a time, I, yeah, gentlemen, I don't mean to bring out the history book. Welcome to another history uh, lesson with Brian. I know, I know, I know. When Apple started in 1976, they were they had a competitor and they've been at it longer. There was this company called IBM. Don't ask me for the acronym. But, well, all I know is when they were established in 1911, they were the number one computer manufacturing company and if we remembered we had those computers well prior to having portable laptops we had ones that are called desktop man who would have thought i'd be saying desktop it's been a while since i said desktop but you know you had the tower you had the the box the box size uh monitor keyboard and everything I think IBM, if I'm not mistaken, was the uh, you know head manufacturer of you know engineers creating those uh, computers at that time. And don't quote me on this, but I remember there was a time Apple and IBM were trying to work 
together in order for Apple to release one of their first uh, uh, Macintosh at the time in the in the 80s. And how would I, how did I know this? Yes, I watched Jobs from I don't know if you saw that movie Jobs from uh, Aston Kutcher played. Uh, yeah, go ahead. You know, yeah, I I was just thinking about that movie because um, they have like a couple of um, they have a couple of movies built on social media. Like for example, what you said was Jobs was the um, was how Steve Jobs brought up Apple, brought up, but that's like you could take that how how it is. I haven't actually seen the movie, but I've seen clips of it. The one movie I did enjoy seeing was oh, the Social was Network. Made. And how Facebook was made oh, I, and brought up. I yeah. agreed. Yeah. yeah, they. Um, I, I, I. Again, that was the first time I've ever seen uh, Andrew Garfield uh, on the screen like that. Besides portraying second installment of Spider Man. Spider Man, but but uh, he's not my Spider Man. Topic for another day, but he's not my favorite Spider Man. I'm just saying. I know. Topic for another day, but Tobey um, Maguire all the I way. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Andrew. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just yeah. love the way uh, Aston Kutcher, uh, uh, Kutcher, who played. Um, wait, did I say? Ashton right? Kutcher. Ashton, Ashton Kutcher? Kutcher. There we go. Yeah, he <laughs> played. He was the actor that played uh, Steve Jobs, and yeah, you know, I like the fact that I love the how they, you know, brought it up t- timeline throughout the beginning of the timeline and how his. And I love the whole relationship he had with Steve Wozniak, who was his partner at the beginning of when Apple was uh, uh, created as a company. And it's it's just it was just mine. It was just great to see how it was because as a kid going to school, I was known I always known Apple to be so colorful. They had that whole campaign about thinking different. I don't know if you remember those Macs that they have where it was colorful. Uh, well, okay. So, Brian, you were actually talking to someone who uh, does... Well, I wouldn't say has direct connections with Apple, but I, a family member of mine has worked under Apple through, like, um, through like a bunch of branches. They're not, like, named under Apple. They're, like, named something different. They were at one point, but... Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he uh, he knew computers left, right, and center, and yeah. he would you know he would take them in, fix them, tell you what the problem was. That's that's what it was. For me, I'm not. I was I wasn't like that type of person that knew how to. I only knew about like the history of each model. So when mm-hmm. I went to school, I remembered how when uh, I I didn't even know this. The movie helped so much about the history. Jobs it was just once. from nineteen in the night in the during the early nineties, wasn't even the CEO. He got kicked out. He got booted out from Apple from because when he brought in, wasn't he uh, booted out twice? I believe I would say, I believe once because when he brought the former employee, I, I think he was in the high ranks uh, working with Pepsi, uh, something <laughs> Scully. I'm not too sure, Pepsi. but. Uh, <laughs> Well, he worked with Pepsi because he, he wanted to hire some. I'm just, I'm just visualizing no, it now. The advertising, yeah. According no, to it's... the movie, according to the movie, don't attack. Me. Yeah, but I was, I was doing a pop culture reference. I don't know if you guys uh, saw Gabriel Iglesias. He would, he did a bit with Pepsi. Oh. 
Oh man, you and your references, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? I think I know what this uh, episode's title is gonna be. It's gonna be all about pop culture. <laughs> oh, you and your titles, man. You always come up with good titles. Hey, you know, Love it. We'll, we'll see what happens. But in terms of uh, the movies, it's also interesting how, like, think back to when movies were in black and white versus how they are right now. The one, the one movie that comes to mind, Casablanca. Oh, yeah, that's a classic. 19, 1944, I was looking at the clip where, you know, the guy, I loved his style, by the way. I don't know the name of the actor. You know, you know me with the suit and the fedora. He talks to the beautiful, young, pretty young thing, and he says, "He's looking at you, kid." And I'm like, "He's looking at you, kid." Love it. He said it so suave. He said it to the beautiful young PYT. I'm that was like, a golf clap, golf clap, golf clap. Very good. Ooh wee! <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry. I was I was in my MJ element. That's his song, <laughs> right? I, I would sing it, but I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, that's that's fine. That's like, a, that's good. When he said that line to the young P White, uh, you know, the pretty young thing he was looking at, he was uh, <laughs> talking to. I was like, wow. You know, well, howdy there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> hey there, pretty thing. How you doing? <laughs> I'm so glad I'm yeah, off the girls market. Girls are gonna like turn away after they hear us. So. <laughs> oh boy, well, especially for myself and Kyle, I think uh... it'll cost you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Teach me your ways. No, well, if you want to. But... <laughs> But yeah, it's again going to the topic at hand. Bringing us back to the topic at hand, Kyle. (laughs) Yeah, let's just say overall, in conclusion, it's black and white. You can't go wrong. Right? You can't go wrong with black and white. uh... Okay. Okay, I'm good. I'm I'm recovering from that that, that laughing fit. I'm a little lightheaded, (laughs) a little teary eyed. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, okay. So sorry. Um, uh, how are we doing uh, right now, gentlemen? It's like nine thirty at night. <clears throat> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little sweaty, but I'm all good. Me, me too, man. You know, when I again, I went. Uh, it was a beautiful day outside. It's went on a thirty k bike ride, feeling like Which, a bounce. Like so. a bounce. I'm surprised that you. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say, Kyle? I was gonna say I don't know how you do 30k. And like, do you do that every day, or is it just like? Okay, so you're hitting almost weekly? 100k a week. It's not bad. Weekly, I would say minimum three days a week. Okay, so it's yeah. like, okay, it's putting in those three pointers. Yeah. Dang, man, you putting in strides in. But you might not find it. Imp- yeah, you might not find it impressive because I. I don't yeah, go on a straight true. line. No, no, no. I'll explain. I'll explain why. I don't... I go around a park. I do laps. I don't... You know when bikers, you know, thinking they go long distance, they go, like, straight from one place to, like, the other the side of the... Of, uh... Of the area, right? Yeah, Yeah, city. like a city or... Yeah. I go to a park and I go, like, ten laps around the park. 
That's pretty good. Yeah. So, and that's another thing too, a topic that came to mind about, you know, technology. I hate going back and forth on this, but I think it, it ties into this topic here. What I notice is that I you that analytics has become uh, uh, such a diving for uh, such driving a, force. What am I saying? Such a <laughs> toikyo. <laughs> it, it's become so influential. There we go. And the reason why I'm saying that is because how it ties in with tech is that you know you heard I don't know if you heard of that uh, that saying uh, strength in numbers. The Golden State Warriors use it as a, a motivation, like quote, to help them win a championship. See, I, how do I don't know how I'm tying these topics with tech, with sports, <laughs> but you, um, you find a way. Yeah, we I, find I, a way. I guess I do. I guess I do. But the topic at hand, analytics, I've noticed, has become such a influential thing. How it ties in with tech, because who would have thought? You know, going in with my whole fitness uh, journey that I will rely on analytics and stats to motivate me to do better and better. Because, mm-hmm. gentlemen, tell me this. Tell me this, though. If I would have went for that 30K bike ride, number one, I'm not going to know how, how much of a distance I went, how long I and how long I was biking, how, how much and what would be my distance. I wouldn't know my heart rate. I, so the point I'm trying to make is that heart rate, caloric analytic, intake, and yeah, like calories burning, like stats and yeah. analytics have become such a driving force in giving proof and stating, you know, where you are, whatever, in what activity and what situation you are in. Stats I guess it could also be the same become, for business. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it could also be the same for businesses too, because uh, they have to rely on analytics. Yeah. So, Andrew, I don't know if you agree with that. What What do you have to say about that? Um. Well, on the analytics, it's actually, it's pretty good because I have a Fitbit as well, and it's it's pretty motivating to kind of see you're close to your goal. You see, the progress you made, and even in the gym when you're looking at, because there's an app that I use for when I go to the gym, and it shows the metrics like week one you're working. You're working your biceps with 15 pound dumbbells and then week two it progresses you up because it's progressive overload so then it'll bump it up to say you do 20 pounds the next week so then it just shows a line graph just going up and then down and then up and then exp- exponentially or sometimes it'll drop so analytics is actually pretty good because as a visual learner myself it's it's pretty nice to see the progress that's made whether it's using a Fitbit or any form of app, fitness app whatsoever. And not only is it motivating, it, you know, you, ha- you, it's, you can state your case, it, it provides proof and it shows progress, right? Who, can you imagine trying to feel motivated to get enough physical activity without those stats or analytics or metrics? It'd be pretty hard. Right. That it's such a drive. And that's what I mean by saying it's such a driving force because it it helps keep track. It helps you stay on track. It's really difficult. I would only imagine how difficult it would be to not have access to that and and try to stay motivated. It's hard because you I think. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it would also have to stem off of your own willpower self-control or any sort of aspect of that field 
like you if you want to have something you need to have the drive for it you just go for it you you um you go in and like sorry i lost my train of thought but yeah it it all stems off of willpower it all stems off of self-control your drive everything along those lines and that's how you make progress yeah that's the only true way to make progress like you need to have some sort of uh reason that you want to keep doing it why do you do it and i think in this day and age we all make progress even just in the smallest of strides no matter how small the achievement is or um how big it is if if something is done little by little it feels like you just completed a day's worth of that goal Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's what i would think anyways and i totally agree uh, i I'm, I'm sure andrew you agree with that as well correct i mean it again it all it comes down to the motivation like you two have been s- stating uh something as simple as going for getting up in the morning and going for a walk rather than having a lazy day or something <laughs> as motivating as doing 30k laps that's i don't I, again god i don't know how you do that but it's it's not like the 30k like to some to like newcomers that might sound that sounds intimidating, intimidating. It, yeah but if it's uh if it's just like learning a new skill maybe like five ten minutes out of the day or doing a meditation session for like 30 seconds not even you can easily just do a meditation just stop clear your mind um for like 30 seconds and you just you felt like you've done something good for yourself you know what why don't we try that gentlemen why don't we try what meditation maybe maybe 30 seconds i say we give the people at home or people wherever just take for the next 30 seconds we want you to just clear your mind if you want you can close your eyes and all you have to do is just focus on your breath. If anything, we will be right along with you. Nice and easy. Listen to your breath. Get a good sense of your inner feelings. Nice and slow. Feel yourself take in the breath and breathe it all out. All the stress and anxiety should be null and void. Andrew, if you want, you can take the reins here. Breathe in the positive energy. Exhale all the negative thoughts you have. Count to three seconds if you can, both in and out in and out Brian your turn do you ever feel comfortable breathing in with your nose and breathing out with your mouth please do so be able to Feel your body 
go up when you're inhaling and shrug down when you're exhaling. Very, very good. Very good. Gentlemen, we are now an ASMR channel. <laughs> <laughs> more than 30 seconds but hey guess what i guess that kind of worked <laughs> yeah we can ask the, the listeners how they're how they're feeling but you know i guess we can't hear them back but i'm i'm sure they feel relaxed and feel a sense of ease as they open their eyes so yeah so it's a peace <laughs> a sense of peace in the mind as they release the stress the stress very good i like that there we go i love it all righty, gentlemen, I think that might be all the time that we have for uh, this episode podcast right here. Uh, it's time for us to wrap up. And to all our listeners out there, don't forget that you can find us on the following platforms right now to hear more on the podcast. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else that you can get podcasts from. We're on multiple platforms. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Peace and Release Podcast. That's no spaces in all lowercase. You can find, uh, sorry, not find us. You can follow us to stay up to date on future episode release dates or whatever it is that we, your hosts for this podcast, are doing in between each episode. Thank you all for tuning in today, and I hope that you all stay peaceful. Namaste.